before we get started, I want to let all the men know Summer Walker is coming in a few weeks. Yeah, winter's coming from the guys now, boy. Summer's coming. Bruh. Adele, did she drop or is she dropping? She's, she's dropping. And then SZA. Ooh. Um, about to be rough. Hey, fellas, if you're in a relationship. Prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. You're probably about, <laughs> you're probably about to get broken up with. Bruh. But don't worry, she'll be back at Christmas. My my problem is <laughs> definitely back by Christmas. <laughs> my problem with, um, I don't want to take the fun out of the podcast too early. <laughs> but the fact that Summer Walker is going to end her album with Sierra's Prayer. Yeah, buddy. It's like, when are we going to tell women that they really don't want Russell Westbrook? I mean, Wilson. Russell Wilson? Well, they, they do want him if he's going to simp. Right. Like they do like if he's on the simp, like is like simping, women don't want simps who are like I don't, I won't even say broke. You know? Okay. Like, <laughs> like because most I mean most simps aren't broke. Like that's why they lead with their wallets. Most simps are gonna be, you know, seventy five plus okay. single. So they they they're not broke. Like it's the angry dudes that are like thirty five <laughs> that that are, you know, that those are black incels. So but most simps aren't broke. But women like when they get a simp. They want a simp to get like Chanel and yeah, you know, the red shit that they really can't and, and it's like, yo, like you can't really do that on one hundred twenty thousand dollars a year. Hell nah, you can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can't get you a twenty four hundred dollars Chanel bag, nine hundred dollar pair of shoes. <laughs> you know, take you out to six seven hundred dollar dinners once a month. Like you're talking about a quarter of a dude's income. Absolutely, and I, and simps will do it. Like if so, if your beauty exceeds his attractive level. By like more than two, so if, if he's a six and you're an eight, he'll okay. try to hold that shit for a minute, right? Like <laughs> he'll drop that money for like a year because he don't want to lose her. But what is what always happening, right? Mm-hmm. You know, bigger bank comes around because he'll start trying to cut back. Like, uh. yo, I'm dropping. You know, I make one thirty, but I mean, I'm dropping twenty, thirty grand on this girl. Ten ninety nine, your girl. Yeah, yeah you my. know, and it, so. <laughs> So they always get upset. So like women don't like simps. Like they get dudes who spend all that money, but then you know he end up. There's no conversation. No. Nope. There's no personality. No. Nope. He's, He's not, not funny. funny. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like exactly right. So all the shit that women hate, they you know after they after they've taken this dude for granted, you know. And I'm talking to the fellas right here. I know y'all think I'm talking about women, but I'm talking to the fellas. Bruh. After she's taking you for granted, she's like, you know what? I kind of got all the material things I want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, how, how many Chanel's and Gucci purses can I have, right? Like, how many pairs of, you know, Louis Vuitton loafers can I have? Bruh. Once she's gotten all that stuff from two or three cents, now she wants a boss, right? Now she yeah. now she's ready to submit. Speaking of. And sometimes what, what, what happens is that women, they miss their window of opportunity. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Them simps not held them to them late 30s, <clears throat> you know, and she making 89 herself, right? So she good. But then she's running across a dude that's her age just making, you know, the same amount that the simp was making, 150, 170. Yeah. And then, you know, but he like, nah, man, he's like that one of the clothes. Like, yeah. I wanted you three <clears throat> years ago, but I wasn't going to buy you the Chanel because I was investing in a fourplex Absolutely. or a duplex. Like, Absolutely. I, that 20, 30 grand, <clears throat> I had to put that money somewhere, somewhere else. else. You know, it's funny because I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, for y'all, and I don't want to be disrespectful. Don't 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 be. We don't have to be mean. Because I grew up in the church. Well, no, cause we, as a matter of fact, we're talking about speech today. So feel free to say what you say. This is a free speech <laughs> podcast. Well, if that's the case, it pisses me off that y'all motherfuckers think that a prayer is what did it. <laughs> like, 
prayer does work. It changes a lot of things. It changes, yeah. like, look, it's power in that. But for y'all think that Sierra just woke up one day after dating Future and said, I want a different man, and it just happened like that? No, no. She It was a lot of self-work that and she that she had she to had do. She had to do, and it was a lot of Russell saying, yo, all right, I, think about this. Russell was just married. He, he got a divorce and said, okay, I'm ready to try this again. Well, you, you know, I, 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 I doubt that he even just left the divorce like, ready, I'm ready to try this again. Russell needed something new, which means Russell's demands had changed. Right? Absolutely. And Russell also knew that I'm working on a rookie contract. Yeah. I'm about to sign a mega contract. Yep. Russ had that mega contract, what they call it, big dick energy, right? Absolutely. Russell had that, you know, I'm about to sign a $30 million big dick energy contract <laughs> before he ever met Sierra, right? So Absolutely. even though he wasn't making that money, he knew that, like, look, I, I, I've already, I've already, you know, minimized my <clears> losses <throat> by divorcing a woman that is rumored to, you know, have done something, you know, that she shouldn't have done. Yeah. Right. So and then he realized that you know okay I don't want that you know what I'm saying I'm, I'm gonna go back home yeah. to the to the sisters which I don't blame all all I date the sisters yeah you know so I I don't, Shout I don't out. yeah I don't blame them. Shout out to the sisters we we love y'all despite mean what ass. y'all might think speaking of which he called y'all mean as they <laughs> are mean women are fucking mean bro and since I only date sisters then I have to I have to say that you know the sisters are mean but I mean I love y'all mean asses well you know who they was mean to who Adele. Oh yeah, <laughs> but you know what? Why women aren't liking Adele's weight loss and her new look? Women, um, damn. All right, if I'm out on the ledge, I might as well stay out there. <laughs> they body shame anybody who body don't look like this. But here's the thing: or so they ain't Ad- cool with. Adele said that she took two years to drop that weight. Now, and, and, and she looks good. She looks, she looks good, and you know she did what the typical you know get divorced person does, right? What they do? Look amazing as fuck. Look, marriage might have worked if you kind of put that work in. Hey man, during the marriage, but Adele does look good. I think she's happier where she's at now. Shout out to Rich. Than than where she was, but so here's the thing, right? Because we see the shit on social media all day, every day. And we talking and today we're actually gonna talk about like how your words matter. This is not a, you know, bash BBL day on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but isn't it crazy, like, you know, how women are show themselves, they show they show them their best selves. Mm-hmm. And men do it too, but men do it to a lesser extent. It's normally it's normally the more you know, infeminate men that do this than masculine men. Okay. But it's like, you know, they'll be fat, right? And then they'll go get the surgery. Yeah. And then now they're a fitness guru. Yeah. Oh, That's my fraud. gosh. Cut that shit out, Absolutely. Man. That is fucking fraud. And shout out to you ladies that call the chicks out who's like, yo, I got surgery. This is why this worked for me. Yeah. And it's cool. I Like, I need y'all to know. Because a lot of y'all will go get your body done and then come out and say, yo, if you eat right and yeah, you exercise nah, yeah, three Yeah, y'all times, be like, on that bullshit. Nah, like, you, like, and don't get it twisted, right? I mean... Yeah, you do have to work out, but I mean, it takes more to work out now. Yeah, you know. So when I see when I see a, a woman that's like in her mid thirties, and you know, and she was fat and now she she's slim and now you know, but now she's in the gym every day. Like, yo, I'm I'm, I'm busting my ass working out. Yeah, like I mean, I know that's fraud. And 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 the thing is, it's like you know, if you lie if you lie to yourself, you're gonna lie to me. <laughs> Absolutely. So if you understand that, like, just just stop that. And, and like I said, I don't see a couple of fellas do it too. They go get the surgery, and then you know, all of a sudden, they the world greatest fitness champ, Bruh. Y'all, y'all clowning yourselves, man. Cut and, that shit out and stop. Leave Adele alone, man. Y'all do that with Adele. Y'all kill Lizzo at times, and y'all kill Coy Ray. L- Lizzo be killing herself. Well, Lizzo, she does clowning shit, but you know, she she do. And you know what? 
She is Lizzo's Lizzo's disappointing, not because, you know, of her, you know, body positivity. She's disappointing because Lizzo is super intelligent. Super talented. The girl is a musician. Mm -hmm. She's a writer, composer, arranger. She pretty much wrote a hit album by her damn self. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't even close. Like, like I mean, Lizzo's album amongst like like what what genre would she fall in? Pop, hip hop. She would fall into pop, but you know. Yeah, I mean, can we think of a better pop album than Lizzo's album in the past five years? Nah, but the thing is, is she she with the gimmicks, and and that's and, the disappointment. And, and that's the disappointment, man. It's like you. Be who you are. Like we love, like we love Missy Elliott, right? Absolutely. We didn't need Missy Elliott to be a sex symbol. Nah, we didn't. We, we need, we just needed Missy to just like make hits. Like make that's hits. what we need you for, and that's what we love you for. Yeah. You know, like we love Jill Scott because of how she says she takes care of a man. Whether yeah. she doing real life or not, you know, like. <laughs> but the Shout fact, out to Jill. yeah, but the fact that she says it, the fact that she said, like Patrice O'Neill said, right? You sell me the dream. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't, don't sell me the box. Yeah. Sell me the dream. <laughs> Mike, I got to read you one thing and we're going to get this pie started. Oh, shit. This was sent to somebody that listened to our podcast. What she said was, this should be y'all pie topic and we'll get to this a whole nother day. But she sent me a meme that says, a beta pays for everything and gives you your way. Doesn't want you to work so he can maintain control over his money. An alpha builds you up, teach you what he knows while providing for you so that you can be led and uh, you will not need anything in his absence. That's just what a young lady sent to us. She is in her early 20s. <laughs> she heard what we had to say about beta and alpha males. Yeah, I mean, and again, we're using their terms because, you know, like the whole beta alpha, you know, people. All right. So people like to be like, oh, that doesn't exist. The guy who wrote it. Like, look, words change meaning over time all the fucking time. Right. Absolutely. So if we've created better than alpha and if we recognize that to be, you know, superior and less superior, then it exists. It's a real fucking word. Absolutely. So the idea that that, you know, alpha men do want to take care of their women. But but more than that, alpha men aren't just like they're not. They're not tyrants. They're not totalitarian dictators. Yeah. (laughs) They're problem solvers. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if there's an issue, he's just like, yo, I'm going to just be the person that takes care of the problem, whatever the problem is. Mm -hmm. Right. Like if if, when I get remarried and I have kids, Uh I don't want my wife to work. Right. Absolutely. But I don't want her not to work so I can control the money. Yeah. Like I don't want her at home. (laughs) <laughs> on fucking Amazon all goddamn day, right? <laughs> so that's not why I'm, I'm making her sit at home. It's like, yo, like take care of the kids. Mm-hmm. And let's say, let's let's say she's the money maker, man. Let's say yeah. I, I fuck around and marry Rihanna. There you go. You know, <laughs> like if I marry Rihanna, I'm staying home with the kids, right? Like you know, absolutely. I don't have, and, and it's like, but that doesn't make you less alpha, right? Because yeah. you understand what it takes for this shit to work properly, and absolutely. that that's the biggest thing that I think. I think people misunderstand or don't really get is that it's that ideal of being the problem solver. Like that's yeah. what makes you the alpha, well, you know, not to these chicks. Yeah. It's not, it's not cause you pay bills or because you don't want to control. No, I mean, no man wants to control a woman except insecure beta fucking males, bitch ass dude, you know, that, that, you know, they want the hot chick. Absolutely. And then they get the hot chicken. They insecure the whole goddamn Bruh, time. Be mad. Won't even <laughs> let her go out. She can't go out. She can't post pictures no more. And, and Bruh, my favorite is when they hit me up after a photo shoot and they get ghosts and they be like, yeah, my man said I couldn't shoot anymore. I'm like, God, Lee. 
I, mean, I, took, I took pictures of y'all. Look, if you, I know, right? Look, if you if you're dating an extremely attractive woman, she she's gonna be an extremely attractive woman. Absolutely. To them looks fade, bro. Bro, until and, for, and, and if she a baddie, man, them looks hold on for a minute, man. They do hold on, so you're gonna be pissed. <laughs> so you gotta, I don't know why you don't have do to that. let that shit go, man. Gotta let it go. Um, Country Wayne, Country you Wayne, just so happy to shake shit up this week. Uh, for those that I know, Country Wayne came out and said. How many baby mamas he got? Five. He said that he takes care of all of everything, pretty much. Yeah. All right. So let me ask you this. Off rip, what do you think about that? Because we had a discussion a few episodes ago. I was like, I think it was like the first or second episode. Well, we talked about the cost of having a kid out of wedlock. Yeah. And these are some of the things that you would have to do: pay for bills in different areas, take care of kids. Like, so what's your take on this? Okay, for one, I did not know Country Wayne was making that kind of money. Yeah, bruh. Like that. Like that's that, the thing that threw me off too. That that that's the biggest thing. That was my biggest takeaway up from it. So here's where Country Wayne is right, and here's where Country Wayne Uh-oh. is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he absolutely should be taking care of his kids' mother. I don't. I am not a guy that is like, if you need child support, you don't. You you shouldn't have a kid. I like look. If a woman is taking care of herself and her rent is a thousand dollars a month, and now she needs a two bedroom and that rent is fifteen hundred dollars a month, yeah, you know, can you cover the, the whole five hundred? That's not what I'm saying, but you at least owe two fifty, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. If, if, if the grocery bill has gone up, the electric bill has gone up, the health care, like the amount that's been deducted from her check, is going up, fellas. Like this is your fucking child. You have a responsibility to that child. It's not even a woman. I think so many times as men. We feel like, you know, oh, I'm I'm taking care of her, what she's doing with the money. Bruh, her expenses have gone up. They all right. At least know, split that tab. Y'all want 50-50 on every goddamn thing. Bruh. Except the expenses of a child. Now, back to our original point of <laughs> why you should not have kids out of wedlock. Bruh, shit is expensive. That shit is expensive. If he's taking care of five of his baby mamas and paying everything, Bruh. dude, country Wayne expenses, like that has to be somewhere in the neighborhood of $18,000 a month. Exactly. I was about to say. Like, if you're paying everything. Bruh. Like, the whole rent or mortgage. That, that, that I mean, I, I think he's from Georgia. But still, you're probably between twelve dollars and $1,500 What I love is that month. none of the women came out and said he lying. No, of course he ain't lying. They ain't going to say nothing bad about him. Which, again, fellas, <laughs> is why you take care of your woman. Bruh. Because, you know, because imagine him trying to go on the road and make shows and put something on social media. And then you have like women that's like, yo, he ain't taking care of his kid. Mm-hmm. That would probably destroy his his following, right? Absolutely. Because because even men are gonna be like, damn, bro, you ain't taking care of your, your kids. Yeah. So, no, I'm with him, but but five baby mamas is a bit too much. Yeah, bruh. Five so, baby mamas is, is a bit too much. So when I seen when I seen this, I'm in a couple of groups, um, sports groups and just ignorant groups. And I seen a couple of people was like, nah, I don't this this doesn't make no sense. And my thing was, I was looking at it, and it was all men who were saying this. It wasn't the women who were saying this. Yeah, because men saying. don't understand child support in the first goddamn play. Like, you still got men that are like, if I pay child support, I'm not going to see the kid, or yeah. I'm not going to pay child support. Because, like, bro, her expenses have gone up. If you just for a second just think, like, well, damn, you know, she has, she do have to, you know, take off from work. She do yeah. have to pay health care. Or put the kid on your health. There are so many places that you can co-parent 
way better than just saying I don't want to kick out eight hundred dollars of child support, which is a lot of fucking money. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. If you make thirty two hundred a month and eight hundred comes out, absolutely. Bro. But daycare <laughs> yeah. expensive too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's what people. Let me give y'all an example because y'all know I'm a new father, so I'm about to help y'all out. We are almost out of newborn diapers, not because we are running out of them. He's growing out of them. Yeah. We got a shit ton of newborn diapers <laughs> that just went to waste. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because what ended up happening was we knew he was going to get bigger, but he came out small. So we was like, oh, we're going to get a good little bit. Let's buy some more diapers. Ain't like I can just go return them shits. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got a shit ton of like number ones of the diapers yeah. that we bought, have, you know, a lot of people gave us diapers. He going to go out of them quick. Yep. We still, we now we buying formula. That shit. Let me let y'all know. Formula is fucking expensive. Yeah. I don't know how else to say it. I don't know how to put it out there. It is expensive. And you know what? Most of the women that listen to the podcast know that, right? Absolutely. You know who don't know this? Dudes. Dudes. The dudes don't, Yeah, dudes don't <laughs> understand how fucking expensive formula is. You know, why don't you breastfeed? Bruh. Right? <laughs> Bruh, that, that shit's hard. You know that, what I'm saying? That shit is, uh, <clears throat> shout out to me. Not shout out to me. You can't pat yourself on the back. Um, shout out to the moms I take pictures of because I had one mom ask me, she said, is your wife breastfeeding? And I said, yeah, she's doing that in the middle of the night. She said, bless her. And I was like, yeah, you know, I know it's hard on her. She said, no, 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 no. I didn't did that before. She said, that's a full-time job. Raising your kid is a job, but also breastfeeding. Yeah. She was like, imagine you sleepy and you got to go exert so much energy because it's three in the morning. Yep. You got to, you got to go either pump or feed your kid. Like, that shit just takes something out of you. and But dudes don't get that, so they get mad because, like, yo, my shorty want to take me to court, and I ain't going, I'm a duck, or, you yeah, know what I'm it's like, I ain't giving her that. It's, 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 it's weakness. Mm. It, it's, it's a weakness, and that weakness has been allowed to grow and fester in our community. And, and the reason why is because dudes who are raised with fathers typically don't fuck with dudes who are not raised with fathers, right? Mm. So, we, so we self-segregate because our, cause our, our beliefs are different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the things that I want are different. You know, there's things that, you know, one man will tolerate, whereas another man won't, right? So men Absolutely. are going to start self-segregating according to their beliefs. But the loudest motherfuckers have been the ones, <laughs> unfortunately, who are wrong. Absolutely. You know, so back to Country Wayne, it's like, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm i not anti him taking care of women that have his kids. And, and, yeah. like, and I think what most men was upset about, you know, he was like, yo, even if they date another man, he's still paying all their yeah. bills. And it's like, well, why uh, he still has a child with that woman, Bruh. Like, d- d- like this simp stepdaddy season shit <laughs> is out of fucking control. Like, just because she's with another dude, don't mean that you step the fuck back. Nah, the, the other dude gonna take care of your kid. Yeah, and and and, and the <laughs> other dude gotta stop thinking just because you hear fucking the kid's mom that this is now your kid. That kid don't give a fuck about you, bro. All that Russell kid Wilson. cares about is goddamn cartoons, toys, free shit. And his mom. And his happy. mom. That's it. That's and it. his dad. Yeah. Like, like the, the kid ain't like, thank God you came into our lives. Yeah. Unless you put them in a better place or buying stuff. So, like, both sides are wrong. The, the simps that are having kids and become fucking deadbeats and the fucking dudes that's into the stepdaddy season shit and it's just like, I'm rescuing her. I'm white knighting her <laughs> from, you know, whatever, you know, bad decision, you know, that, that she made or, you know, whatever, you know, Mismanagement that she's made, like, no, nah, saving people. Um, we got our clip. You got the clip you got to play. 
Oh, uh, which one are we going with? We're going with uh Let's do our brothers keep it first. All right, all right. So cause this podcast is about to be it's supposed to be about what words matter. Cause words do matter. And and we we have not been talking about that at all yet. Look. That's the great part about this podcast, man. Hey, that's why we call it stir fry, bro. We like, start ranting and then it just go places. That's exactly why we call this shit the stir fry because we we're in everything at all times, everywhere. Absolutely. All right, so let's play this clip real quick. I'm over here fucking shit up. You good? <laughs> yeah, I mean. Uh, the suicide rate amongst men, uh, we're three to four times as likely to die by suicide than our women. Mm. Uh, nine out of 10 people who live to be over 100 are women. Mm. Over 70% of homicides are by men in the United States. So, so long we tell each other, we give each other pounds, stay strong, brother. Mm-hmm. Subconsciously, that's telling us when we're weak, we're not a man. You can't stay strong. Mm. I could put, I can just put the bar, a 45 pound Olympic, tell you to hold an Olympic bar uh, out on the bench press. So I want you to hold that till tomorrow. <laughs> you won't. You have, we have to be careful of the misleading mantras that we say. You know, uh, what doesn't kill you can only make you stronger. That's not true. Or everything in moderation. No, uh, less than an ounce of cyanide will kill you. Mm. So we have to be careful how we program ourselves. So when a man is tired, a strong man is tired. When I say believe him, what I mean is welcome him to rest. Allow him to decompress. You're tired, brother. What do you need from me? I don't need to ask you to do something else. You got to understand, when you're like us community servants, no one will ever stop you from helping them. You have to stop yourself. And that's what I mean by that. So many of us, we work past fatigue, again, for that affirmation. It's hard to say no. And that's one of the greatest things I've learned to master is saying no. I can always come back to say yes, but when I say yes first, now I'm committed to something, and then I'm typically operating in frustration. And so now when a strong man tells you he's tired, believe it, and then do something about it to help him rest and recover. If not, just like an athlete, uh, Kevin Durant, for instance, when he went back too soon after the injury, we, we go right, right We're going we'll, we'll, we'll to stop it there or whatever. But I, I thought, I thought that, was, um, that was on the Breakfast Club, uh, gosh, I want to say last week, maybe mm-hmm. two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go to Breakfast Club YouTube if anybody want to find that clip. But it, it it was something it was something powerful that he said there. It's like you know when a man is tired, you have to you know listen to him mm-hmm. and believe that he was tired. And one of the things uh, the, I, I saw this being shared in the Black Manosphere, and I was sort of disappointed that it wasn't being shared in the, the social sphere of you know social networks and well nobody care about black men with, with women <laughs> that's where i'm going with women <laughs> actually sharing this clip because black men just don't say i'm tired to other black men normally black men do not yeah. say, tell other black men that they're tired yeah. like, you know they'll they'll tell you that they're frustrated or you know we'll go dark you know yeah. what i'm saying black men are notorious for that you know i got friends that i haven't heard from in 2 3 years yeah. you know and i you know that goes both ways, right? Whether, yeah. whether I'm reaching out to them or they're, they're reaching out to me. Mm-hmm. But when you see each other, it's like, man, you know, you ain't missed anything, right? Like yeah. the friendship has not degraded at by any means. And that un- that's an unfortunate consequence of growing up as a black man in this country. But I really wanted just to, to go out and see more of the women that black men date. Because for the most part, most black men are still dating black women and i didn't really see that and 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 here's the thing 
I'm mentioning this because this is an ongoing conversation in the black community. It's an ongoing conversation with black men mm-hmm. of who out there is giving a fuck about us. Mm-hmm. Right? Like right now, you know, Joe Biden approval ratings is like through the fucking floor, right? Yeah, they keep falling. And and, and, <laughs> and, and it's because it's like, yo, black people really got you to where you were, right? Like mm-hmm. black people came, you know, saved the day in the state of South Carolina. Uh, save the day in Wayne County, Fulton County, mm-hmm. Philadelphia, like all the places that you had to win. And, you know, they have not been anything for African-Americans really being passed, right? Yeah. Like you can pass an executive order on no-knock warrants. You could, you know, decriminalize, you know, drug offenses or, mm-hmm. you know, or at least raise the, you know, the minimums that, that you're sending people to prison for. You could, you know, black men and women are, are, are the fastest growing group of, of people that are going to college. Uh, first generation, even still to this day. Well, I think Hispanics may have passed this. But you could have gave student loan, you know, mm-hmm. reform. Like you could have threw a bone. Everybody acted 50, but you could have did 20. Yeah. Right? You've done nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's this ideal of in, you know, that's how black people are treated. Yeah. And it's like black men are being treated even less than than that. Right? Because we're going to go into Stephen A. Smith clip next, right? Yeah. Or we're going to go into the clip where John Gruden Said something about Demore Smith, yeah, and Tony Dungeon, Mike Tarico was just like, "Yeah, it's kind of not the guy we know, right?" Yeah, you know, we gonna play the Stephen A. Smith clip. Was like, "Yeah, he shouldn't be fired. He wasn't an employee." Yeah, and then the moment it was someone, it, it was you know, the LGBT community mm-hmm. and um, women, women. Then it's like, "Yo, he needs to be fired." No, it's not even that. It's just your career is over. Yeah, your career. But before we before we go there, yeah. um. You know, sometimes I, I think about it, I go, uh, I got a homeboy, shout out to Will. Uh, he's a fellow photographer, but I pretty much talk to him like three times a week. And I have to prepare myself to get on the phone with Will because if I sound off, he goes, yo, you sound tired. You all right? Every, it, yeah. Bro, it's in the first 30 seconds. It doesn't matter. I can say, yo, I can literally be rolling over out of bed and be like, yo, he said, nah, what's wrong? You sound tired. You yeah. know, he asked that. And so... He's been doing this. I've been knowing Will for probably about five years. So he's been doing this for fucking five yeah. years when I first met him. And sometimes I think about, and I'm not knocking my wife, of course, because she's going to hear this and I got to go back home. <laughs> but I think about like what happens for me to say like, yo, yo, get out the house. So let's go. Let me take you out to eat yeah. or yo, no, go get your nails done. Here goes some money for that. It doesn't take much. It yeah. just takes me. A good day, me being in a good mood, me saying like, yo, I got some extra money, whatever, whatever. And then I started thinking about, and not even her, but other women I've talked to and dated and dealt with, whether it's my family members and things of that nature. What does it take for women to recognize that men are tired? Yeah. It's usually you being frustrated, you being short with them, you being stressed out at work, you emotional. Yeah. And it's just because you take on so much. By the time they say, yo, get out the house. Go to the bar, stay there all damn day. Yeah. <laughs> get fucked up, come home late tonight and just go to sleep. Like, whatever. You damn near just about to lose it all. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, uh, it's interesting to me to hear, like, what it takes for society to start seeing that, you know, black people are tired. I'm thinking about the young boy who um took a gun to school, the young black boy who took a gun to school, yeah. like, last week. And they talked about how the resources of the school just, like, overly failed him right yeah and now they're not going to charge him for like attempted murder you know if everything goes right 
And they, it's kind of like because they realized they failed him as a, a boy. Yeah. And then for me, I'm like, y'all failed him as a boy, as a young black boy. Um, I told you off air how like my nephew was going through something with school and the school just failed him. Yeah. And that's the and thing. he took it's- matters into his own hands. And it's like society makes sure we say men don't give a damn. And before you go, I told my boy, I said, yo, I told one of my homeboys, I said, yo, society don't give a fuck about black gay men either. And I don't know if they know it yet. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, for people that's listening, they're probably like, yo, well, the LGBTQ plus community get a lot. And they do. I'm not going I'm not here to say they don't. And I'm not here to pander to them. But what I look at it and I say, yo, with gay black men, you can get killed for being black and they don't care. No. But if you say, hey, I think I was harassed because of my orientation. They will push your 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 complaint to the front of the, to the stage and black gay black men know that and they're fighting for those things. So anyway, we'll get to that more into that once we get to Stephen A. Smith. But I just realized what people do and don't care about black men. And it's it's super interesting. It, it, and, and that's why, like I said, I, I appreciated hearing that because because he's absolutely right. Yeah. But but there was no support behind it. No, you know none at all. And, and it was like, you know, that's. That's the disappointment of, you know, for one, living in a country that that takes you absolutely for granted. Mm-hmm. And then you have a, you know, we've, we've talked about this on, on numerous podcasts prior where we take the brunt of being the deadbeat dads. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Absolutely. We take the brunt of, you know, black men do not want to marry black women. We, mm-hmm. we, the percentage is dropping, ladies. Pay attention. But <laughs> we're still 85% marrying sisters, right? So, yeah. <laughs> so that's not true. You know, and it's like no one is asking the question of why Why 59% of black women are single mm. and will never get married, right? Mm. No one is really asking that question because that's not how many women are not going to become mothers. That's just how many is going to remain single. Mm. And it's like when black men say something that is that, that requires change on somebody else's part, not, not just black women, but change on, on America's part, mm-hmm. no one fucking listens until it's the end. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, when when it's when, when it's too late, then everybody want to listen. Absolutely. You know, black men have been saying that like, yo, we're we're over policed. Yeah. Right? You know, iPhone comes out, has the camera phone. Now we start getting video footage. And now, like, I mean, you know, how many albums were made about police brutality prior to iPhones? Even though Absolutely. they still don't and, and they still don't believe you. No, nah, they don't. <laughs> they still they still be like it's a bad well, angle. What happened before they don't believe they own cameras. Yeah, they, before the camera started. So it's like you know, we continuously are saying like, yo, these are the places where we need you guys to, to like stop. Right. Like yeah. even when I was a young kid, we had got pulled over mm-hmm. and the cop was like, I smell weed. Get out the car. Yeah. Right. And I'm in college. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, Absolutely. and it was a night that like we actually had smoked any weed. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I know typically in college that's the case, but it was actually a night where we like we literally had just left the gym. And we're just going out. I can't remember if it was going to the club or going to get something to eat. And it's like that excuse, right? Like the yeah. marijuana excuse has, has has gotten so many African-American men fucked up. And now yeah. you're living in a country where it's still, it's, it's only six states left where it's basically a criminal offense. Absolutely. You know, but there has been, there has not been any, yo, our, my bads. Yeah. We fucked up. It's not even. Let's been, expunge. Not, it's not even no. All right, cool. Yeah. Let's give y'all let's give y'all funding 
to open up your own dispensaries. It's not or, even or, or even that. be your own growers, right? Bro, like just, you could you could have just put you could have put African American men to the front of the grow line. Absolutely. Like you know what? If you can buy one acre of land, that's yeah. it. If you can buy one acre of land, you'll get an automatic license and you can grow. Mm-hmm. Right? That not even that was offered again, nah. and it goes back to the, to 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 why like the only reason Joe Biden will win in the next election. Is because the right have lost so many people to COVID. Yeah, like that's it. <laughs> like that's the only reason that that he may win. Which blew my mind. I told somebody that I said, "Yo, y'all gonna kill off <laughs> y'all whole party because y'all don't believe this shit. Because y'all don't believe it, and y'all old as hell." So it's, you know, when I heard that, it just it evoked so many emotions of why no one gives a fuck mm. for the person that makes everything cool in your culture. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like whether it's starter jackets, baseball hats, <laughs> Jordans, Absolutely. restaurants. Absolutely. Like like I mean, like I, I know I know that black men aren't the foodies, but if you mm-hmm. want your shit to pop, black men have to show up. They have to show up. They have to they have to do the stamp of approval. Absolutely. They gotta take the bad chick there. Yeah, you know, Sorry. exactly. So it's like it sucks to say, but yeah. Yeah, it's like so it's like for someone that moves your culture so much, why mm-hmm. is he voiceless? Mm. In this world Interesting Well Probably because we got people Like Stephen A. Smith Who oh. who play both sides Of every fence um, By the way We talked about Stephen A. Smith Getting Matt's Kellerman Off TV And since then First Take has had The lowest ratings On ESPN Which to me Is interesting um, Does that have anything To do with Max I, It has to If the numbers Are going down But First Take has been A bad product Since Skip left anyway yeah, it, it, I'm not shocked it, No it's, it's First, it's a it's a terrible product. Yeah, uh, it, it 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 actually hits at a bad time frame. Yeah, because they do, <laughs> they do ten here. It's yeah. like a weird time. It's not yeah. even what it, it used to be. And Stephen A. Smith is not a good pundit. <sighs> no, he's he like like not 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 even just with his social commentary, you know. Mm-hmm. But he's just he's not like he's never insightful. No, you know what I'm saying. Like if someone is bad, he just spends the whole time saying they're terrible, right? But yeah. he's not even funny like Charles Barkley. No, like Charles Barkley, you know, is short, short stick. Stephen A. tries to actually make an intellectual. They're bad, and you, and then his take is horrible. Well, you know what's wrong with Stephen A. He knows basketball. Yeah, but when you have me talking about everything, yeah, he he's you're right. He's he's terrible at every sport outside of basketball. Yeah, and he just becomes. He becomes a shock jock. Absolutely. But versus. that's but that's not allowed for black men in your industry. Mm-mm. So you end up looking like a weak black man because yeah. you keep having to take back any hot take that you have. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like like it doesn't matter if it like the Nigerians, right? When he fucked up their name, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? They let that shit ride, but the only person you just dissed was yourself, bro. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? But then the moment he messed up um Otani's you know, it was a rap. Thing. It was a rap. You back on television apologizing. Yeah, that doesn't make you look strong. It don't. And what, what's crazy is, it's like, um, so the product is bad at first take. I, I, I've admitted when Skip left, I was the dude who left right with him. <laughs> I went to Fox, and then I was like, I'm gonna give him and Shannon a little bit of time. And I saw him and Shannon, and they rolling. Undisputed is head and shoulders above first take. To but me. you know what though. Good observation on that, but but here but here's even like a little deeper into that. Mm-hmm. Look at what a better black man is pulling out of Skip because Skip is better on Fox Absolutely. than he ever was on ESPN. Absolutely, right? Because see, he can't just now Skip has to be sharp. Excuse me, 
yeah, Skip has to be sharper mm-hmm. against Shannon. Yeah. Because Shannon is going to call you to the carpet if you fuck up. Absolutely. And Shannon knows what he's talking about. He's he's an intelligent brother. Absolutely. And I'm not saying Stephen A. Smith isn't intelligent. I'm just saying that if we was all sitting around a coffee table, Shannon Sharp is going to be a smarter or going to he despite the fact that he might have more of a southern accent, mm-hmm. he's going to come across more intellectual than Stephen A. Smith. And if we talk in sports, it's not close. It, I mean, or I know- social commentary. Look here. I'm sorry. No offense to anybody. I would rather hear somebody talk about social injustice that's from Georgia. Yes. And who got to travel the world, who lived up north, who now lives in Cali versus a guy who was in New York, who has that attitude, who went to Winston-Salem, where it's 2000 people at. You know what I'm saying? And now he's up here just ranting stuff. It just it's a lot different. And Shannon, um, he does bring out way better than Skip. And this their is show, a way better Skip, yeah. And it's it's the show is crazy. And then now I'm looking at it and I'm like, all right, Stephen A. Sorry, Stephen A. I'm not tuning in to listen to you and Keyshawn Johnson and you trying to tell Keyshawn you know more about football than he do. I'm not <laughs> trying to hear you tell me after you bash Kevin Durant for a whole year, his mom came on there and checked your ass, and now Kevin Durant is your favorite player. I'm not listening to that. I'm not listening to Molly chime in every 30 seconds to say nothing. Yeah, I mean, um, and, and that's that's the difference between, you know, a man that's a company man mm-hmm. and a man that's more self-made. Absolutely. So what did Stephen A. say? Let's, let's, let's play this. Let's this listen is, to Stephen. This is hilarious. <laughs> what should happen to him? I want to emphasize this. He should not be fired. Hmm. Nor should he be suspended. He talked about John Gruden. He was not working for the NFL in 2011. Well, he called DeVore Smith a monkey face. Now, this is the next day. John Gruden's career is over. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and that's Dave Chappelle. That's so, David Chappelle. <laughs> so, for those who do not know, John Gruden, who was actually, he was working for ESPN at this time, right? He was, he, I, yeah, he was doing he, Monday Night Football. He was doing Monday Night Football. Yeah. He was not working for the NFL, but John Gruden was emailing somebody. So, first of all, let me put like this. John Gruden sent some emails that came out one day saying he was saying, um, they weren't even calling it racist remarks. That's the funny thing. The yeah. media was not even labeling it as racist. Yeah. They were just saying he's saying racial insensitive remarks yeah. about black people. Cool. Whatever. Let that slide. Well, they have thousands of emails from this guy. Yeah, he went on a tear from the commissioner. Oh, he hit the trifecta of bigotry. He did not um, <laughs> he discriminate. Didn't one. Yeah. He didn't discriminate on yeah. who he was trying he, to offend. Yeah, right? Yeah. He not not a one. And which I can actually respect. If you're gonna yeah. be a bigot, be a bigot. You 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 said all right. I said something <laughs> about the blacks. Now I'm going on the women. Yeah. The commissioner, he can get a few shots. Yo, yeah. when you talking shit about the commissioner, it's just you don't give a fuck. And, right? and let's be honest, that's why he got fired. Yeah, yeah. He, well, he he didn't he didn't get fired because he he had called Demora Smith um you know monkey face nah right which was racist as fuck yeah absolutely so that that's not that's not why he got fired you didn't get fired because you hit up the Rams coach and said why are you hiring queers yeah you know you know what I'm saying that's so that, that's a PR hit that the NFL can't take yeah by yeah, the way yeah so he didn't um, yeah, he didn't get fired for that well you saw the commercials that they played during the Monday night oh game, my right? gosh bro <laughs> but anyway next next topic and then you then you didn't. You didn't get fired because you was talking about women, because they really won't even tell us what we say, what you said. Yeah, but we yeah. understand you probably said something. He, he, yeah, he didn't. He didn't get fired for that. Why he got fired is because he called his boss, his boss, you know, a pussyfied 
A- absolutely. That's like why. You that's said why it. he got fired. If you say things like that about your boss, about your boss in an email, yeah, it's like when Antonio Brown was talking about Robert Kraft. Like you weren't going back. Yeah, no, no. No matter not, what, no happened. matter what, you're not you're not going back to the team. And 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 that's the difference between again being a self made man mm-hmm. and and not because John Gruden had fit. He had had so much carte blanche doing what the fuck he want that he actually assumed that he was on the levels of the commissioner mm-hmm. and of the owners. So you do that. And they sacrificed his ass. Oh, let me tell you, they wasn't looking for him. No. <laughs> they found, for people to understand, they were not going saying, hey, let's go find John Gruden emails when he worked at ESPN. No, no, no. They were looking for something else. And he was talking to other people, and this came out. Now, the funny part about all this is, if I say, let's say, um, for instance, if I'm talking to Mike and I'm saying something disrespectful about women, what's the odds that Mike is just in the comments responding back to me back and forth, and he's saying, no, 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 I don't want to talk about this. There's a great chance that we're <laughs> on the same level of conversation. Yep. So I say that to say, <laughs> there's somebody on the other on the other end of that email who is either LOLing, yep, talking some more shit, or saying something worse. There's but, some, yeah, there's but, absolutely somebody on the other side of that email, but and John, you're not going to hear about that person, absolutely, because they sacrificed his ass. So John Gruden is out, but so we now we get to this point of Stephen A. Smith who backtracks so quick, and so. A few days before, Dave Chappelle is doing a special, and he's coming at everybody, mm-hmm. you know. And part of Dave Chappelle's like a just his part of Dave Chappelle's just intelligence is he causes you to think, no matter what side of the fence you're on, no matter where you're at. Well, it, it go it goes back to you know Dr. Peterson quote, you know, mm-hmm. which we'll we'll play a little bit of him later today, right? Without no offense, there is no thought. Absolutely. Like, like we're all agreeing, who, who's who's thinking? Absolutely. So Dave Chappelle has this whole conversation about how uh, the LGBTQ plus community um, is on this hill and people are attacking them, but the out they don't understand the outrage of the media um, or the lack of outrage with the, at the media presses other places. And it just so happens that Stephen A. Smith says, "Hold on, let me give y'all a great example." <laughs> and you have this situation. I mean, which, which you know, because everybody, everybody got on Dave because they were like his his the com the comedy special was transphobic, mm-hmm. and and that wasn't his point. He he it was it was a goodbye fuck you mm-hmm. comedy special. Yeah, but it but it was it was but it was definitely you know his point was you guys give so little mm-hmm. to black people. Right, absolutely. Like, oh, what? Like, what he said about the baby? He was like, the baby shot and killed a man. He killed somebody in a Walmart. Nothing bad happened to his career. Like, he actually, like, David's point was, he actually took a life here. He said some upsetting words here. Yeah, you're judging him for the upsetting words, right? Not for taking a life, and not for taking a life. And for that, I don't want to sound rude. I mean, it actually elevated his career. No, it, it, in, in that industry, yeah, it's like you know. Like I mean, it, it, it when it comes to rap to music, you know, like if you own, I, I am almost certain that if you actually own a whiskey brewery, you probably the top country singer, you know, yeah. <laughs> of all time, right? Like yeah. in, in industries, you know, different things will elevate your career, right? If you if you're in pop and you do fashion, yeah, yeah, you you flying to the fucking top. You do makeup, you're flying to the top. In rap, sadly, 
it's you murder. Gotta li- you got to live out your rap. Yeah, it, it's, it's murder or it's selling, you know, large sums of, of, of drugs. And so you have a guy who's pretty local, getting regional. Yeah. He catches a body in Walmart, yep. skates on everything Gets because because it keeps his mouth shut. Mm-hmm. And it was self-defense. I mm-hmm. mean, if you run up to me and my baby mom and my kid in Walmart and you're trying to rob me. Yeah, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna get got. If, if, if I got the upper hand on you. You're 100% gone And if I'm like yo Can you Can we do this outside of my kid And yeah. my girl And you say Yeah come on And then it goes there And You get got <laughs> Yeah Then that happens You know yeah. it's a lot of other things And so Dave point As you said was like Look Look what bothered y'all Look what didn't Look what didn't bother you And 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 that was his point His whole His whole social commentary On this special was to say Your hypocrisy is showing Right yeah. That's all he was saying Yeah Your hypocrisy is showing and I don't disagree with him. Nah. So what happens to Stephen A. Smith now? Because it, it, for me, Stephen A. Smith, he makes the money. He has, you know, he's on the number one network. Um, he he doesn't have the number one show, but this this is um becoming a routine for him. Well, this is the thing when when you have so organizations need cover, right? Mm. So if if you if you want to say something racist about black women. Mm-hmm. You know they had Sage Steel, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying. If you if you wanted to say something, if you if if you want to, you know, crack jokes at, at black men' expense, you have Jason Whitlock, mm-hmm. Stephen A. Smith. Mm-hmm. You know, so nothing's happens to him mm. because because it's cover. And this is why the Sage Steels, the Jason Whitlocks, and the Stephen A. This is why they exist, right? Mm. Because they find cover. Yeah. I mean, if y'all really y'all really want to get upset, this is why you had the Booker T. Washington. Like this ain't a new thing. Yeah. You know, like this ideal of Let's just be quiet and, and take care of what they're doing. <laughs> that person has always existed, right? Mm-hmm. The frustration is is that is because we're such a minority, right? Yeah, and not 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 minority. Like worldwide, black people are not a minority. Worldwide, black people are the overwhelming majority on this Absolutely. planet. Absolutely, but in this country, we're, we're such a minority that there there's only your megaphone is only so big, right? Mm. So in order to get justice, in order to have equality and fairness. You actually need people of non people of color to actually take up your cause. Mm. All right. Mm-hmm. The quickest way to make those non people of color be like, oh, nothing really happened. Let me just go back and do what the fuck I was doing is to roll out an, another black person quick. Yeah. To excuse it or okay it. Mm-hmm. Because the easiest thing to always do is just, is just to say, you know, I'm sorry that happened. Right. The hard thing is to actually walk over there and show compassion and pick a motherfucker up. Yep. So when they roll out, you know, the Sage, the Whitlock, the Stephen A, it makes all the non people of color just be like, oh, it was nothing. We, yeah. you know, we don't have to run over there. You know, they could just look and be like, oh, you good? And then they can walk off. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, no, no nothing's going to happen to Stephen A. He's going to continually be a well compensated. Person, I'll leave it at that. Mike was look. I saw Mike <laughs> looking for it. I said, "Oh, I'm gonna have my bleep button yeah, ready." And I, I saw yeah. him looking. It's no need to because because that's another thing, right? We're talking about speech. That that's another thing is that we have to you as a man. It does. It doesn't matter what like how you want how you want to say something, mm-hmm. but it matters because if you use one wrong word. Mm-hmm. It detracts from your whole point message. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like as men, that, that's, that's something that we definitely have to get better at is understanding that sometimes, you know, take that second, take that pause, 
Yeah, because, absolutely. Because if you say that one wrong thing, then the whole message, right? You could be you could be absolutely correct about the whole say message, one thing. man. You say one thing wrong, right? Like you you could be out there and you could just be like, you know, somebody's driving down the road and you know, and they be like, you know, yo, nigga, the bridge is out, right? Yeah. And then that person just hit nigga and keep going. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it fucks up their world. Absolutely. So it's like you gotta understand that like sometimes you gotta take that shit out, right? You just you how you say it. And what you say means a lot. And I'm going to tell you, man, the reason why you want to get good at this is once you become good at it, then you start demanding that back. Right. You'll, you start becoming less attracted yeah. to women that don't do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you 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 start cutting all the fat right from from the meat of the women that you want. I'll give you a really good example. I went on a drinking um, drinking date. Uh huh. Um, first off, let me just say this. Shout out to Mike Dayton. Yo. Went out with two different chicks over the last two weeks. Oh man. shit! All right, <laughs> my boy on the scene. Yeah, you know, just but just drinking, man. Cause you know, just like yo, I'm, I'm gonna be. And you know, and both times, like the women were just like, like they really wanted to go out, like they they, they really wanted to meet me. You okay, know, whatever. It's flattering. I'll go out and nice. buy you a drink. <laughs> so you know, just you know, go out with this chick, and she's like, um, you know, like she she you know she she's like yo, I'm, you know, I'm a big drinker. Want to go yeah. to the bar, grab some shots. So, you know, we end up meeting at, you know, a little local bar or whatever. So, Shout you know, out. we was like, you know, she was like, I'm like, what's your shot? She was like, you know, either Johnny Walker or Jameson. I have my doubts that that's true, but I'll buy it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, exactly. Y'all so, love getting shit that y'all don't buy. That you don't buy, right? So, <laughs> so you know, ask the bartender for Jameson. He was like, we don't have it. Ask for Johnny Walker. He was like, we don't have it. So, you know, great. we end up not having shots. But we end up, you know, grabbing some local craft beer. Shaw's a great craft beer market if anybody's visiting. Yep. So, we go... Grab some drinks and we we're just talking. And um, she was not black. Okay. So she asked me. She was just like, um, no, I asked her. I was like, you know, what type of man you normally date? And yeah. She was just like, yo, I normally date black men. Oh, you know, gosh. whatever. All right. And she was not white. Also, I want to put that out there. <laughs> so, <laughs> but her race isn't important except for the part of me saying. I, I was turned off because I don't like being fetishized. Absolutely. You That's why I was going with it. Yeah. So so it was like the that fact is so annoying. Yeah, dog. the fact that you only date, you know, black men and you're not black and that's not really the environment that you're in. Yeah. You know, I was like, that that was a turn off. But I mean I kept the conversation going, didn't let mm-hmm. her know that that was a turn off. So, anyways, I was like, <laughs> wait a second, wait a second. So you let her know that that was a turn off. No, I didn't let her know. Oh, okay. I I'm let about to say, know. oh, this guy good. <laughs> so anyway, so you know, I'm just like, all right, so what is it that you like about black men? Right? Okay, and she was just like, you know, how black men carry themselves, how masculine they are, you know, all you know, all the buzzwords, right? So she was like, so what? She was like, so what type of women you normally date? I was like, well, typically I date black women. It's like that's traditionally, you know, who I date, what I date, or whatever. <laughs> so, and obviously she's not black, she's not white. So make it make your own, you know, speculation. <laughs> so, anyways, she was like, so she was like, what do you look for in a woman? Now, now, pay attention to what I'm about to say here, because this part is very, very important. <laughs> she said, "What do you expect? You know, what, what, what are your expectations out of a woman?" And I was like, "I really just want a woman to just be nice. Like that's it. Like that's my biggest thing. If y'all listen to this podcast, you know, you, I say that this has to be a lot. Like that's like say number one. Every episode, like, I, I want a woman to be nice. And she was like, her response was, "If my, if anybody who knows me, you know, could describe me, she was like, I don't think nice would be in the first ten words. Now." This is where I should have just, you know, got Absolutely. up and left, right? And, like, kicked the chair from under. Bro, it was just a beer. Six hours, we out of here. It was just a beer. But she said it so laissez fair. And I was like, all right. So I was like, give me the first two words to describe you. And she was like, fierce and loyal. Right? Okay. 
And you know, and I was just like, you know, okay. But but I thought to myself, and I did not say this to her because I I didn't I didn't want to I didn't want to like I didn't want to piss her off to give her a reason to say why the date was bad because she knew immediately like in my face that like this shit was I'm never this gonna call you back. Yeah, I wanted like so what she wanted in a man, right? She said she wanted a man, you know, a man that's masculine, right? Okay. If my if, if if a woman says that you know what, I want a masculine man, and then my response is you know. I don't think masculine would be the first 10 words that anybody that knows me would describe me. Mm-hmm. She would be well within her rights to be like, this is trash. Yeah, I'm out. Right? But as men, right? We sit there. We sit there, right? Because if a woman says, you know, if you say like, yo, what I'm attracted to in a woman. I mean, I, I didn't objectify women. I, I didn't say boobs, breasts, lips, yeah. eyes. You know, I didn't say, you know, I need her to pay 50-50. <laughs> I, 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 I am literally asking for the minimum. Which is being nice. Now, now the funny thing is, right? It's like the same conversation I just had like two weeks prior. I don't know. Ladies, Patrice O'Neill said it best. What you are selling, men are not buying. No. Right? If men are telling you that they want women to be nice, they want women to be feminine, they want women to be cooperative. Absolutely. And your response to that is, yeah, that ain't me. Yeah. Um, you good good luck finding what you want. A decent man. Yeah. Good luck finding a fucking decent man. Um, all right, we're almost out of here. Women are. Shout out to the ladies that's listening. Yeah, shout out to the ladies that's listening for <laughs> no real, copy. for real. All right, <laughs> we're gonna play one more thing because this is the speech episode, man. Like, why your words fucking matter? Absolutely. Let's hear. It. You know, and this is what I've been objecting to with regards to this group mentality from the beginning. It's it. It seems to me that it's fundamental danger. The fundamental mm. danger is the devaluation of the of the sacredness of the individual as the primary category. You replace that by group identity. You have no idea what kind of devil you're messing with. Listen or, to this part. Or, or maybe you do to some degree. You experienced it a bit because you messed about with that devil. And you got yes. tempted and 7,000 people told you you were right. Mm-hmm, it's like imagine yeah. you're a political leader. Okay, now imagine 30 million people tell you that you're right and they chant that in a mob and they do that everywhere you go. That's what happened in Germany. Mm. And, and America. You play to the crowd. You, you're that actor. You play to the crowd. And what I like here is he, he, he brings up a good point. Starts out a little bit slow. And what mm-hmm. they're talking about, this is Dr. Jordan Peterson, um, his daughter, and gosh, I forgot the sister name, um, Africa Brooke. Um, Africa Brooks is not somebody I would agree with or even want to sit down and have a drink with. Well, I have a drink with anybody, so. Uh, <laughs> Clearly. Yeah, exactly, right? But they're, they're talking about the culture of wokeness. Mm-hmm. And this, this woke culture, this is this is what's pissing me off about the woke culture. Okay. Is that the woke culture is the, hey, are you all right over there? They're those people. Yeah. They're not the motherfuckers who go out and get shit done. Nah. Right? Let's go back to the David Chappelle special, man. Somebody pointed this out. David Chappelle said Sojourner Truth was a bitch. Said mm-hmm. the, the <laughs> N-word 80 fucking times. Nobody's upset about that shit, right? Nope. Everybody's upset about what's woke right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, like, the woke culture is worthless. But here's the problem. Is that people lack doing the work so fucking much. And social media, which has become a drug... Is, is is that place, you know, Twitter, right? How many mm-hmm. likes you got? How many retweets? You know, Instagram, how many hearts you have? Yep. Facebook, how many thumbs up you have? How many mm-hmm. laugh emojis you have? It's gotten to the point that where people, people have created 
a caricature of themselves where they're the actor. Yeah. They're they're they they this ain't even shit that they believe in. And that and that's what and that's what and that's the struggle with, you know, when I see a sage still, right? I was like, Yeah. Damn, the sage really believe this shit? Or is she just playing alone? And then, you know, I think Sage actually believed the shit. Yeah. You know, but like Candace Owens, like, do she really believe this shit? Her, I don't know. Or she's playing alone. Bro, you know what I'm saying? And like, cause like Stephen A. Smith, it's like, you know what? I don't actually believe you believe this shit. No. But I but I do believe that $12 million a year check cashes. Absolutely. And it's like, <laughs> and it's like, you know what? Own that shit because at the end of the day, that's what a sellout looks like. Mm-hmm. You know? Right? But if you're gonna be a sellout, you know what I'm saying? Like Candace Owens is selling the fuck out. She's out there. You know what I'm saying? So sell the fuck out. But we have to understand that like woke culture is wrong, but also the fucking sellout culture is wrong. Be your authentic self, be your true self. Mm-hmm. And then you got to find people that believe those things that you believe and, you know, and want to improve the way that you want to improve. But being an actor right now, I think, I think that shit like, like simps, I don't know. I don't believe they started off as simps. Nah, I mean, no. Simps started off as just corny ass dudes yeah. who found out that money and it's easiest ways to attract women. That's what they found out. Yeah, like, instead of improving yourself, yeah, it's an easier way of doing it. Because I, I look at it and I think we talked about this last season about like the dudes who get online and they don't have the simp post, but they might have the. You can just drop it. They have the um. They got the post when they're like. It, I mean, basically, it's just it's intelligence simping, right? They do yeah. the whole emotional poems and shit. Yes, and they they do what Derek Jackson did. Right? Exactly, they do that, and that's that's another form of simping. or bashing men. Yeah, and you know what I'm saying? Like what, you don't actually hate men, nah, but you, you just, know that women are gonna like the fuck out of this, and they predators for that shit. Yeah, and so um, you know me, so, so for those who don't know, I. I was on every pretty much social media platform when it first started getting cracking. And I just because I'm a photographer, it's always an avenue for me to find new work and new <laughs> new clients. And, bro, I remember it was a point in time where it got dark for me for social media. And I don't mean like literally like depressing and things of that nature, but I was in a funk. Right. And I remember me and my wife was talking about it. And she was like, what is wrong with you? What's wrong? And I said, I feel like I'm having to be somebody who I'm not yeah. because of social media. Yes. And I said, and I don't like it. I was, and I told her, I said, when I go out, people meet me. They expect me to be a certain way. Yeah. When I, um, you know, I actually had a girl one time, man, we're shooting. And she goes, damn, based off of Instagram, I thought you'd be a lot different. I thought <laughs> you'd be louder. I thought you'd be more hype. I thought you'd be making jokes. And you just, I was like, nah, I'm professional. Yeah. I'm taking your fucking pictures. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing a great job. I'm <laughs> going to get you your shit on time. I'm still a business person. That's me. And I remember I was talking to my homegirl. Shout out to Lala Milan, who, and if you know, you know. She's popping. She's out there. And I remember I was talking to her about this, and she said, don't allow social media to turn you into somebody you're not. Exactly. She said, because then you'll work for them. Yep. She was like, they don't pay your bills. You that, will literally start working for social media. And, and that and that's the point of being an actor. Because when you're an actor, you're not yourself. You got to play the role. You got to play the role. You know what I'm saying? And you better and play and, it well. And you plan it for that check. And it's like, as as men, we do have to recognize, right? And and here and you know, here's the problem. Mm-hmm. The bulk of us are becoming actors. Absolutely. The bulk of us want likes, right? Well, we in therapy too. Yeah. <laughs> so they say, right? <laughs> so everyone wants the fucking likes, man. And it's, and it's like, all right, 
are you actually trying to actually just be a better person, right? Yeah. Like if you, if, if if you're if you're naturally funny, like I mean, I'm I'm dry humor, sardonic. <laughs> Funny, you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes the shit just comes out because I'm just so flipping about a, a situation. Yeah, people be like, "Damn, like, does he really think that?" And it's like, yeah. "Yeah, like, yo, humans are trash." Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, you know, it's, it just comes across. But if you're just doing that shit, like if you're pretending, it's not authentic. Mm-hmm. You know, like you could say something that's real, and people be like, well, "That's how he really feel." Mm-hmm. But if you fake, you'll say something that you think people think is real. Yeah, and now it's offensive. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? We we got the lieutenant governor here, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's in trouble right now because he thought he could say he thought he thought that the doors were open mm-hmm. for him to be able to say something like that in the state of North Carolina. Nope. He's learning that ain't the case, bro. Don't they you, don't play fair. You're an actor, man. You, yeah. you so so it's like become your better self. Mm-hmm. Get your fucking money, right? Yeah. And then take the time to say, all right. What is it? What does it take for me to be a good person to stop doing the shit for the fucking likes? Because because you're only an actor, absolutely. And like and like you just stated, you want to be working for them, absolutely. Yo, we want to thank y'all for tuning in. Um, we moving this season. We making shit happen. Uh, make sure you check out our Facebook. Make sure you find us on Instagram. Like this podcast. Share this podcast with somebody, man. Um, because we about to take off and we appreciate y'all. And we gonna holler at y'all next time. Holler at your boy. <laughs>